Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from our sponsor. The Daily Compliance News for December 3, 2021, the Recidivist on Notice edition. We'll begin with that story from the Wall Street Journal at the National ACI FCPA conference today, or rather yesterday, representatives from the Department of Justice made clear that they will uh, look at companies' prior behavior when assessing penalties and enforcement actions for FCPA or other white-collar crime. Uh, Defendants, or rather officials, defended the new stance on corporate recidivism. Obviously, white-collar defense lawyers were skeptical, but uh, as David Last, the chief of the FCPA unit, said, as a baseline, we're going to be starting from the perspective that it's all potentially relevant. Uh, This is uh, continues It's not a new change because Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco announced it back in October, but it sure caused a lot of consternation and gnashing of teeth from corporations. Next up from the New York Times deal book, the current SEC chair, Gary Gensler, and the former SEC chair, Jay Clayton, were um, on a panel Wednesday at the Digital Asset Compliance and Market Integrity Summit and uh, actually spoke together and they expressed their views on regulating cryptocurrency. And uh, if you've read their views, you know uh, they're basically the same. I was going to say rather amazingly the same, but uh, not really too surprising. Both fairly conservative in their approach, and their approach is that it has to be regulated as a currency, and it has to be regulated as the investment, as an investment, if you hold it for an investment. Um, So... um, They both really agreed it meets the time-tested definition of an investment contract and are thus securities laws. So it should be regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission, obviously much to the consternation of the cryptocurrency community. Uh, Next up from Bloomberg, uh, the Chinese company Didi is uh, preparing to delist in the United States uh, so they don't have to comply with U.S. um, securities laws. And it's probably the first of several Uh, Chinese companies who uh, don't want to follow U.S. law, so they are delisting from U.S. capital markets. Uh, What that does for U.S. investors is obviously an open question. And finally, uh, in Reuters, uh, a U.S. judge on Tuesday questioned whether members of the Sackler family who owned a party 
Purdue Pharma abused the bankruptcy uh, consideration as she's considering overturning a ruling that shields the Sacklers from personal liability. She said that she wanted more information about the $10 billion the Sacklers had contributing, and specifically she's looking for any evidence of abuse by the Sacklers in hiding assets through the bankruptcy process. Obviously, this is a blow to the Sacklers, and if they have to face this scrutiny, it could well overturn uh, the prohibition against them directly. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.